What's up, Warriors? Welcome to Warrior Life Podcast number 333. This is Buck Green sitting in for Jeff Anderson, and this week I'm taking the podcast chair to talk to you about a very personal topic, which is what Warrior Life has done for me that I believe Warrior Life can do for you. Before we go any farther, you can download my notes, the show notes for this episode, at warriorlifepodcast.com slash 333. That's warriorlifepodcast.com slash 333. Okay, are you ready? Then let's talk tactics. Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. Welcome to the show that helps you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is the Warrior Life Podcast. All right, we're back. Again, this is Buck Green in for Jeff Anderson this week. I wanted to talk to you about what Warrior Life has done for me because I got to thinking this week, and I asked Jeff specifically to let me do this podcast, because I got to thinking about everything that this, let's call it a lifestyle, has done for me. Now, in my case, I got into this uh, sort of uh, at a lighter level, a more superficial level, well before I ever took this job. But for many, many years, so long that I don't even remember what year I started working for the company, I have worked for the company that is now Warrior Life. And for as long as I've done that, I have learned uh, from this business, uh, and it has made my life better. Specifically, uh, one very concrete example and one that I've mentioned before, uh, I think most recently in the podcast that Jeff and I did jointly, was uh, when the pandemic happened. No one was more annoyed than me that I had to start applying all this stuff that we had been publishing for a long time. Uh, Jeff really saw the writing on the wall where pandemic was concerned, and so I just used what was in materials we had previously published in order to know how to prepare for what was coming when it came to getting supplies and getting the household ready and, and other protocols for getting through the first months of the pandemic, especially when the product shortages hit. Uh, I looked like a rock star <laughs> to the rest of my household, and all I was doing was following instructions. Another way, though, and this is the first way that Warrior Life has made me a better prepper, protector, and survivor, and the way that it can do that for you as well, was through our podcast, like the one you're listening to now. Our podcast interviews, and, and before we settled into this podcast format, we used to do even longer interviews on a regular basis with various personalities. We still bring them on all the time. We've, we've switched formats up a little bit down through the years. But the, the point of all that is I interviewed so many experts in self-defense, in survival, in related topics, uh, and... I learned so much just from talking to those people, coming up with relevant questions to ask them, hearing their answers to those questions. And if you're subscribed to this podcast, and I am, I listen to our podcast every week. Uh, most of the time it's Jeff. Every once in a while I sit in. But this podcast every week brings you a huge variety of expertise in survival, in self-defense, in weapons, in all the topics that sort of fit under the umbrella of preparing, training, and surviving. Uh, the podcast is kind of a weekly check-in. It sort of reminds you of the warrior lifestyle and keeps you up to date on the latest news and developments. You've heard of that saying, out of sight, out of mind. Well, if you don't have something reminding you each week, 
you tend to kind of just forget about it. We live in a busy world. We're constantly inundated with information. It can be hard to stay up to date and to keep track of all the different things you're doing and all the different interest areas you have. Um, you know, you could get lost in just binge watching a TV show these days and kind of lose track of time, especially if you're one of those people who's stuck at home during various quarantines and lockdowns. The great thing about the, the Warrior Life podcast is for over six years, every single Tuesday, we put out a new podcast. It helps keep you on track, keeps you up to date on the latest developments. Like during the pandemic alone, we did week after week of really important pandemic updates, especially in the early days of this when we had very little information to go on. Uh, and those were incredibly helpful. I found them incredibly helpful. And uh, there was a lot of great information in them. And that's what we do every single week, no matter what the topic is. So the very first thing that Warrior Life can do for you, and by Warrior Life, I'm talking both about this company and also the lifestyle that what we're doing represents. This is a, as Jeff has called it, a lifestyle brand. That's why we switched to Warrior Life to better represent what we were trying to accomplish. So just subscribing to the podcast, it's 20 or 30 minutes most weeks. Sometimes it runs a little longer. The, the joint podcast that Jeff and I did was, uh, I think, about an hour. But you know, I listen to podcasts when I'm when I'm driving. Uh, I listen to them throughout the day if I'm doing something that doesn't require my brain and I don't want to be bored, like when I'm working in the shop or cleaning or whatever. So this is a great way for you to both entertain yourself and also stay up to date on what's going on in the industry. Jeff does a great job of staying ahead of trends, what's going on. Um, he is sort of the machete guy. He was the first guy in the survival industry that I'm aware of who started pushing the machete as the do-all survival tool, you know, kind of reprogramming that Rambo knife survival paradigm. That's another topic I've talked about before. So keep that in mind and by all means, listen to this podcast every week. We have some really dedicated listeners who enjoy this podcast, and if for some reason, you know, the the podcast is up late, which doesn't happen often, it has not happened uh, hardly ever, but we hear from them every week about the podcast, and we're really grateful to have them listening. You know who you are, Sam, I'm looking at you. <laughs> we, we really like our dedicated listeners, and we're very appreciative of them. Uh, I, I can't possibly name everybody, but you know who you are. Uh, Number two of the things that uh, Warrior Life has done for me and to make me better, a better uh, prepper, a better protector, a better survivor, uh, number two is our YouTube channel. Um, in the past, we've gone through periods where we use the YouTube channel more than others. We're heading into another of those periods where we're going to be doing a lot of video. That is a big part of what Warrior Life is going to be about. Jeff has this new state-of-the-art bat cave facility in Florida where he's just moved. Uh, it's amazing looking, and it's set up for filming video. Um, so there's going to be a lot more videos on our Warrior Life YouTube channel. I will include a link to the YouTube channel in the resources section for this podcast. Uh, it's really easy to remember, though. It's like youtube.com slash warrior. Uh, Warrior Life's YouTube channel uh, has really helped me over the years, regardless of what it was named, because I used to be a traditional martial arts guy. Uh, Jeff's approach to more practical self-defense really helped me break out of that. I still train in martial arts and self-defense techniques, uh, just like Jeff does, but his more practical mindset is really important and was it was a really big shift for me originally. You know, that we all start out, it's kind of like when you first get into knives and quote-unquote knife fighting. When we start out, you think things like exactly how you're gripping the knife and your exact stance and things like that. You think that's really important. 
what you learn over time is it's really not. You know, when, when some guy who has a, a, a degree from, from the knife fighting college of, of Sing Sing University is just sewing machines stabbing you in a, in a dark alley, you realize that all that stuff really is not that important. Um, not that it isn't interesting and not that you shouldn't learn it, but it's not as significant as it once looked. And uh, the, the approach that we take is controversial. It makes some people angry. I get a kick out of just the angry comments. I mean, we get a lot of nice comments too on our YouTube channel, but you should really cruise through our YouTube channel and look at some of the videos. There's that that one video on, you know, don't punch in a street fight that has some phenomenal number of views, like 15 million views. Um, and it's got a lot of angry comments on it too, because some people just don't get it. I always enjoy I think this is human nature. I enjoy the negativity more than the positivity. It's fun to see people say, yes, I agree, but not all that interesting. And, and so to see people disagree, and sometimes when they get it wrong so spectacularly, that's even more fun. Uh, Jeff is always nice and always professional when he's answering these comments, uh, but I get a kick out of it, and I think you will too. So head on over to our YouTube channel, take a look at that, be entertained by it, but also really think about how these videos can help improve your approach to self-defense, to survival, to all of the topics that we cover. Um, that leads us into social media interaction. It's, it's one thing to comment on a video that's a limited amount of interaction. Uh, it's one thing to comment on like our blog post that's a higher level of interaction because you know we're going to see that. Uh, when, when there's thousands of YouTube comments, sometimes it gets kind of lost in the, in the noise. Uh, if you leave a comment on our blog, much more chance that we're going to see that directly. Um, on our Facebook page, which our Facebook page has over a million likes. It's an extremely popular Facebook page. Um, I can leave a, a link to the, the Warrior Life Facebook page and the resources for this uh, podcast too. It's really great not just to interact with us, but to interact with each other, to see people building this community, this warrior life community, talking to each other, but most importantly, trading ideas, trading information, uh, trading tips, trading gear that they find helpful, or other websites that they like and use. Uh, we learn all the time from our contributors. You can offer your best tips and tricks on our, our blog or our Facebook page. You can learn from people in our Facebook group. We have an attached group. Um, the future is going to be, well, it already is. We're already there. It's all about networking. I know there's been a lot of controversy about the best places to do this online. In some ways, social media is always kind of in flux. I know that that's always changing, and we will stay on top of that and do our best to keep you connected as well. Remember, there was a time when MySpace sold for millions of dollars, and it is now I'm almost worthless. I mean, I, I, I'm told that MySpace still exists. I don't know what anyone uses it for. I don't know what its current format is. But just remember, you know, MySpace was this titan of social media networking before people really knew the term social media. Uh, and then Tom, the founder of MySpace, the guy who not once did he change that original picture of him in the white t-shirt, which I think is hilarious, uh, he sold it for a staggering sum. And I believe that guy travels the world taking professional photographs now. He's, he's a traveling photographer, does really great work, uh, but he's living the dream. You know, when you have that much money and you're not maintaining an incredibly lavish lifestyle, you're never going to run out. You can do whatever you want for the rest of your life. So just keep that in mind too. But yes, the future is about networking. So no matter where we go with that, we will keep track of that. We will make sure that we're on whatever channels are most relevant and that we can bring you this community 
however is most convenient for you. So also, if you have any suggestions in that regard, uh, let us know. Let me know specifically, Buck Green over at uh, Warrior Life. You can drop a comment in, in this podcast on the blog, for example. Uh, just let us know. We see all these comments. We we don't always have time to respond to them all individually, but we do see them. Uh, I personally read a vast number of comments every single week. Um, number four of the ways that Warrior Life has made me a better prepper, protector, and survivor, and can for you as well, has to do directly with gear. Before I started working for Warrior Life, I had a ton of gear. People, I think in the West especially, we adopt this idea that if I own the gear, I know how to use it. I, I, I have this thing... This thing makes me more prepared, except I've never taken it out of the box. I've never tried it. Well, Jeff's no-nonsense approach to gear reviews really taught me what to look for, made me a much more savvy consumer of survival gear. And yeah, there's a there are certain perks to this job. There are so many pieces of gear that we get in and test and play with, uh, and that's a lot of fun, especially when it comes to our own products. You know, I've got a pile of Guardian machetes that I have acquired over the years because I love the thing. Um, I was using our Guardian machete to clear brush in the backyard, and there was apparently some scrap metal at the back edge of the property, like old pipes or something. Um, I'm new to this property. I did not know that stuff was there. So I'm hacking away thinking the Guardian's doing a great job and I hear clang and I thought, oh no, oh, what have I done? But yeah, it dulled the blade a little bit as it will whenever you slam a sharp blade into metal, uh, but it didn't damage it and I sharpened that back up. Actually, there's a there's a funny story attached to that too. I sharpened, I spent an entire day sharpening my Guardian machete and watching the Chernobyl miniseries on HBO. Uh, which was very entertaining in a uh, sort of dark, <laughs> gloomy sort of way. Uh, and the machete had a razor-sharp edge on it. I set it down on my dresser, went to bed that night. Um, in the middle of the night, I, I'll make, I, I have to censor the story a little bit because it's not all my story to tell, but there was a disturbance. We thought there was an intruder outside. So I grabbed the first weapon that was closest to hand, it was that razor-sharp guardian machete, and I ran out into the night to intercept whatever intruder might be there. There was no intruder. So the story, afterwards, I'm like, if only there had been some guy and I had uh, apprehended him, I would have the most fantastic email for us to send out. <laughs> and I realized that's ridiculous because you don't want to have a home invasion or a burglar if you can help it. But a part of me was always sad that I, you know, I told Jeff about it later. And, well, my, my guardian almost saved us all, except there was nothing to save us from. So that made for, for an interesting story to, to tell the, the team. Um, when it comes to other gear, though, th there's so many, so many things that you need to keep in mind. Never fielding untested gear is the big one, and that's something that Jeff hammers over and over again. Um, a story that we've told before at Warrior Life uh, is of an entrenching tool. I bought an entrenching tool, you know, one of those folding shovels, and when I needed to use it, I discovered it wouldn't stay open. The second you applied any pressure to it, it would fold on itself, even though it was supposed to stay open once you did all, you know, you open it and you turn the nut and you get it all ready. Well, it was just defective. Um, it was, you know, one of those off-brand cheapos that uh, I thought was good enough. I learned a valuable lesson. Um, with Warrior Life, you're never going to have to worry about putting yourself in that sort of situation. We want your gear recommendations. We want to hear from you. Um, we want to give you the best look at gear and survival stuff that, that you could possibly get because gear is not just toys. It's not just stuff that you buy that makes you feel good. 
These are important tools for survival. What is survival but staying alive? If the gear doesn't work, you die. I mean, yeah, it's not always life or death stakes. You know, say you, you have a flashlight and the flashlight doesn't work all that well. Not every situation you encounter is, is the dividing line between life and death. But sometimes, you know, it's just really inconvenient to have gear that doesn't work. Um, you know, in the case of a flashlight, uh, I'm not talking about a specific piece of uh, gear that we've advocated here before. But I, I remember uh, I broke down in the middle of the night one time. And if not for the flashlight I was carrying on me, which happens to be one of the same ones that I know Jeff carries, I would have been completely in the dark with no way to change my tire. There was just no way to see what I was doing. Little things like that really change your perspective when it comes to the importance of the quote-unquote toys that we buy and carry with us. Um, my father was fond of saying, he who dies with the most toys wins. But he was also one of those eternal Boy Scouts. He carried around... I swear it was the contents of a complete machine shop in the back of his truck. He had everything. Uh, this was a man who had every tool in existence. He he never wanted to be caught without the thing he needed. Uh, back in the 80s when the whole nerd thing first happened and you know movies like Revenge of the Nerds popularized the idea of the guy with the pocket protector full of pens. Well, my father carried one of those as an engineer well before that movie came out. It was part of his daily carry. And in it, he had, you know, pens and whatnot, but he also had a pen light. It was my first acquaintance with the concept of an everyday carry flashlight. Um, before I knew what to look for in a flashlight, my father used to carry those little mini mag lights, those little, you know, AA battery mini mag lights, which were the standard by which we judged flashlights until modern tactical lights hit the market. Uh, now those lights look you know, pitiful if you can get your hands on one of the old incandescent ones. Um, even the cheapest LED lights just blow them away. But it's important when you think about gear that you think about not just what you, what you think is cool or what will make you happy to buy, but what that gear is going to accomplish for you, which in many cases is saving your life or at least extracting you from a dangerous situation, even if it's just getting me from on the side of the road with a flat tire to driving down the road again with the spare on. All right, uh, to recap uh, of the five things, uh, how Warrior Life made me a better prepper, protector, and survivor, and can for you as well. Number one was our podcast, sort of this weekly check-in in what's going on in this world of survival and self-defense. Number two was our YouTube channel, which really helps convey in a way that words can't certain very important ideas when it comes to these topics. Number three is the social media interaction that helps us build this community, helps you to trade ideas with others. Uh, number four is gear, gear reviews, an approach to how you choose and apply your gear and test it, uh, which is a lot of fun, I, I admit. Uh, it's one of my favorite aspects of this. And then finally, number five, ongoing training. The ongoing training that is provided by Warrior Life in many formats has really helped me. I personally have gone through and participated in many of our training programs. A lot of our uh, uh, DVD programs and uh, you know some of the, the books that we put out, all of these things are incredibly helpful and all of them have influenced me a great deal down through the years. Um, I have not yet had the opportunity to attend one of our machete camps. That's on my, my bucket list and I might well have been able to do it this past year if not for the pandemic. Um, the, the these used to be held in Texas, and I have traveled to Texas for work. I you know the the Warrior Life staff is across the country, and I have traveled to Texas for business meetings with with Jeff and the team. 
And I am uh, I'm a New Yorker. I am a wimp when it comes to heat. And of course, when we had our meeting most recently in Texas for, for Warrior Life before Jeff moved out of Texas, it was more than 100 degrees every single day that we were there. And so I can only imagine what doing a machete camp in heat like that might be like. I'm not really looking forward to it. But then Jeff moved and I thought, oh, good. And he moved to Florida and I'm right back where I started. I don't know what the tarantula situation is in Florida. I'm hoping it's a little better. Uh, Funny story. This really happened. I'm sitting on Jeff's uh, porch in Texas. It's a beautiful evening. Uh, The the temperature had dropped to a balmy 98 degrees or so. whatever it was it was over 90 um and we're talking and jeff stops and points at the wall and i look behind me and there's a tarantula the size of my hand just cruising down the wall and i watch in horror as it walks across the 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 porch and then down over the edge and into the night and if you had asked me intellectually are there tarantulas in texas especially where we were which is out in the out in the country I would have told you, yes, intellectually, I understand that they are there. I was unprepared for the reality of just the fact that they're just out there, just on their own, just hanging out, doing whatever they want. And I kid you not, every single time I was outside after that, I was looking around with my head on a swivel. There aren't any tarantulas around here, are there? It's just, we all have our thing. I'm not scared by snakes or rats or things like that. They don't bother me. But big spiders, I can't stand those. So... Uh, that's kind of an aside, but it's a fun story, and I don't get a chance to tell too many of my Jeff stories to the to the wider world, so I just wanted to share that. He was, you know, it didn't mean anything to him. He was totally used to it. He's like, oh, look. <laughs> and I think in his way he was warning me not to freak out because he knows how I feel about these things. But anyway, uh, even though I haven't had a chance to attend one of our machete camps, I've gotten a lot out of all of the different training materials that we put out. Uh, and those training materials really can help you to become a better survivor, a better tactical, quote-unquote, operator. You know, like our, our um, close combat shooting program is one of the, one of the ones I really like. Uh, and that's one of the topics that Jeff really stays up on. We've had so many great interviews and so many great training opportunities and, and educational reports and things, podcasts with different firearms experts. It's just a way to immerse yourself in this field and stay up. They say when it comes to self-defense skills that your skills are perishable. If you don't use them, if you don't practice them, they'll they'll go bad, essentially. They'll go stale. And you don't want that. So staying up to date with warrior life on a, on a weekly basis, on a daily basis, really can help you keep your skills in, especially now, especially with the pandemic still running rampant and, and everybody not sure where they are when it comes to human interaction, this is one way to stay connected, to interact with like-minded people, and to keep training every single day. Um, that that alone, you know, just lessons about dry fire training and how you should be doing it every day, that has changed my life and it can change yours for the better too. Ultimately, warrior life is a lifestyle and it's one that you should embrace in order to become a better prepper, a better protector, a better survivor, survivor, excuse me. Uh, That's really what it's all about. And I can't think of of anything that I have enjoyed doing more than being part of this warrior life community. All right, that's going to, we're going to end that on that uh, sentimental note. I hope you've enjoyed this as much as I've enjoyed talking about it. Until next time, this is Buck Green in for Jeff Anderson saying prepare, train, and survive. 
You've been listening to the Warrior Life Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us spread the mission of self-reliance and self-protection when you rate us. And leave us a comment wherever you enjoy these podcasts. And don't forget to check out our posts and videos on our social media channels. You'll see a full directory when you visit our website at www.warriorlife.com. We'll see you next time. This has been the Warrior Life Podcast. Prepare. Train. Survive. Survive.